Hey everyone, this is Andrew Fouts. I'm the Director of Digital Resources for CSRM and the host of Ministry Misfits. And today we want to invite you to join us at Reach Gathering 2021 in Ridgecrest, North Carolina, September 14th through the 16th. Um, the reason we love to go to Reach Gathering, the reason we partner with the Reach Gathering is because we are all about resources and relationships, and especially these relationships with like-minded ministers that are able to come together and think about why we are why we love sports rec and fitness ministry how we want to see the, our communities reach with the gospel through these methods and to talk about how to do these things from a theological and a biblical perspective so we hope to see you all there there's still time for you to register at reachgathering.org backslash register and we would love for you to meet you all there at the CSRM booth, as well as all the other partner booths that will be there as well. my story to about getting into ministry and just really how I arrived to the place where I am now. Um, two, three minutes is, man, grew up as a PK, you know, my dad's a pastor. So we were in church a lot, you know, Gen X, I'm a Gen Xer. And so um, we were in church a bunch and, and spent a bunch of time in church and just like, you know, obviously Monday through Friday, I mean, Monday through Saturday and Sunday, you know, just every day the doors open that kind of deal. Lots of us have lived that life. Um, and so I was very active in the church. It's when I was 17, though, that I gave my life to, to gain my life fully. You know, I'd gotten baptized when I was younger. Uh, and it got really serious around 16 or 17 years old. Um, and and then I got into a, a space of challenge where, where uh, I started to wrestle. It was immediate, really. It was like, found God, wrestle. Right, with whether it was real or not, you know, it's a little bit different than found God and it's super like a jolt of excitement, you know. And so I ended up going through that and um, really kind of just getting to the place where I'm like, hey, if there's anything that I need to ask, I want the Bible to be able to answer that. And um, and that became a real bedrock for for my Christianity. And uh, what that led into is this real sense of belief that the world would be a better place if the church had the best influence it could have, God's real church. So my call to ministry, personal life is that. And then after that, around 28 or 29, I got called into young adult ministry and uh, got into ministry doing that. And now I'm doing all kinds of things. Um, between young adult ministry, understanding the race conversation, using the gospel, as well as, um, you know, just, just teaching the Bible wherever and whoever will have me and allow me to teach it. So um, kind of moved in that way. So I'm super excited and pumped uh, about the climate we're in because there's such a great opportunity to bring the, the, the Bible to, uh, to darkness, which is exactly what it's supposed to do so uh yeah that's a little bit of my story in a super nutshell <laughs> Welcome back to the Minister Misfits Podcast. I am Andrew Fouts, and today I have with me Antoine Malone. 
Um, he is a PK that is also a pastor that is also an executive director of a fellow parachurch ministry. He's a video game enthusiast. He's an online streamer. He wears a bunch of hats and he is with us here today to talk about as many or as few of those things as we have time for. So Antoine, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Ministry Misfits podcast. Yo, man, thanks for having me, Andrew. I really appreciate it, man. And you're right, man. You said I wear a bunch of hats and literally like I have, if you, if you guys follow me, you'll see me in all kinds of literal hats too. I got like, I have hats for almost every ministry that I'm like doing things with. And so depending on what I'm doing, you'll see that particular hat on. So that was kind of funny to hear you say you, that. But you man. may be one of the few people in that position that actually has a literal hat for everyone. Literal, right, right. I should just keep a little, I should keep a little thing right here next to me where when, whichever one I'm, whichever hat I'm wearing, I just physically you put a it on. stand or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, physically put it on. That's what's up, man. So let's talk a little bit first. Let's, let's get talk, uh, parachurch ministry. So you are like you, you, you know, we heard you, you know, grew up in the church pastor's kid. Um, and then you got your own call into ministry, especially into, you know, focusing in on young adults. Um, yeah. What is it that you currently are, who is it that you're currently working for? Yeah, so I currently, the the parachurch organization that I'm the executive director of is called Elevate. We're down in the Dallas area, North Dallas area. Um, and um, we are a young adult ministry that seeks to create and support discipleship environments for young adults. Inside of that um, organization, there's a community called Union, where I pastor that community. It's basically a, um, a ministry community that, see, that is complementary to churches in this area. Most churches in our area don't focus in on that young adult 18 to 30-year-old range. And so what we wanted to do was create a community where we could, discipleship community, where we could minister to each other without having to come out of the churches that we belong to, right? We didn't want to create another church. And so, so it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of, a again, a complement um, to the discipleship journeys that people are already having inside their churches, but they can also find this extra community over here with other young adults in the area. Um, and then the other side of the, of the, of the organization uh, helps create young adult ministry initiatives in churches who are trying to get something going um, and provide support uh, for those, for those uh, churches that are looking for that support. Um, and try to stay on the front edge. So we, we, we're trying to do a lot of things just to keep keep this particular age demographic, um, you know, you know, in the front, if you will. Yeah. So maybe, for, maybe not in the front, but just in view. Maybe maybe that's better. Yeah, in, in, in the target. Yeah. 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 For, yeah. Those of you that um, those of you that are familiar and remember um, when Dr. Linville was talking about what we do within CSRM, very much like what we do with within the sports ministry world, the CSRM of coming alongside local churches. Um, Elevate does the same thing, but in the young adult sphere, um, you know, it's something that unfortunately a lot of churches are, have been lacking in the, the late Gen X, early millennial, especially right. that age range. Even and so Gen the more, Z now. yeah. And then getting into Gen Z now, you know, the, those areas are ones that unfortunately were kind of untouched and untapped and almost abandoned in some cases. Um, and so it's, it's awesome that we've got people that are out there ready to help in those areas. If you're a church looking for something like that, um, mm -hmm. we're going to put the Elevate contact information up here on the sidebar pretty soon. If it's not already there, depending on if I 
timed it out right, which we all know is a <laughs> hit or miss. ElevateMinistry.net. You can check us out there. There you go. We'll, we'll go with that too. ElevateMinistry.net. It'll be in the show notes as well. So um, that's not actually how I met you though. Um, no. I met you. I honestly don't even remember how I ended up finding you, but somehow on Facebook, you and I got connected through, you, ha- you run a completely separate to Elevate, but really not separate because you're reaching the same demographic. Um, of a online streaming channel called Pastors Game Two. Um, that's T O O, not T W O. Yeah. Um, so give give us a little bit of insight and what is this streaming thing? Because I know some of us know what it is. There are <laughs> others of us that are thinking, what are they talking about as far as online streaming and video games? So get, what what is this thing you do? Well, so when I get the chance to, I mean, I don't get to do it as much as I want to, but I, but I'm, I'm working on consistency, right? But when I get the chance to, Pastors Game 2 is basically a, a spot that the idea was, well, okay, the function of the course is that we, we grab these games and we just play online with other people. If, if, for those of you who don't know what streaming is, you, you play online with other people. We're on Facebook. Facebook gaming platform is is where we've got our it's most It's growing activity. pretty big too now. I know, it yeah. It started it's, off tiny and now it's starting to it's starting to get, overtake Twitch in a way. It's getting there. I know because Facebook yeah. got all excited about it. But yeah, so so Facebook's where it's at. So um so we just you know play online and then you know a community of people comes come by and you know watch while those games are streaming and we all just kind of talk and have fun while we're playing games. And so it's 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 real cool. The idea to me was a couple of things. One I wanted to humanize is a big part of our ministry to want to humanize pastors, if you will. You know, like your pastors are people, um, people with interests. You know, we don't, as my apostle would say, we're not in a cave with bread and water, uh, uh, you know, um, but but we have real interests. And and there's a part of part of my personal ministry is I just really want to be a, a kind of minister and pastor who's accessible um, and doesn't. I really want to stay off of the, 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 the pedestal, if you will. Um, and so that, that, that gets me, that gets me in trouble sometimes and it and it's helpful sometimes, right? This now, is one of those spaces where we wanted to do that. Now, um, what you just said there, as far as, you know, wanting to humanize pastors, anything like that, do you feel like maybe some of the reason why you feel like you're uniquely equipped to, you know, run these kind of ministries that are doing this whole idea of, you know, we're going to make people realize pastors are people too. Does any of that pop? You know, do you think any of that comes from the fact that, you know, you come from a pastoral family and watching dad, you know, as a kid, um, you know, do, do you think that has played a role in why you're wanting people to start actually seeing pastors for people and not just the pulpit fillers? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think that played a huge role in it. And growing up, I'm the middle kid and was very interested in my dad's approval and so when I was younger, I just paid a lot of attention to him and other preachers and pastors. I was just, I was a student of that. And I learned, and he would let me into the back room, if you will, you know, uh, with him. And what I saw growing up was that in the back room, there's all these pastors and they had this great sense of humor and that they, they laughed and they joked back there before service sometimes where they would just kind of get, get together and talk about regular things. And then, of course, when service comes on, you, they come out and then they do their job as a, a what they're going to do on the pulpit. And I got to see both of those things. Like these people are humans who God used to uh, preach and teach and 
and save people, you know, and um, and bring and inspire people. And so that that pictures in my head just kind of growing up that they're, they're real people. And and so I um, uh, there's a part of me that wants the world to see that, you know, that, that there's that, that there's this there's this aspect of our pastors that um, that we're missing out on a lot of times because we have them in a glass case. You right. know, when 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 it doesn't need to be that, that way. And sometimes we as pastors, we walk into that glass case like we feel like that's what we're <laughs> supposed to do. And so we just go into the glass case, understand that's the role and do it. And um, that's one of the things I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to break out of. And so pastors game two was one of those things. Yeah. And that that brings up a whole nother set of, set of things, because one of the things that's interesting about what you're doing primarily is not only do you have the streaming channel, but you've also created a community um, on Facebook, a group of other pastors, other ministers, um, lay leaders that all are into gaming of some kind. There's a couple others that stream as well, but uh, I think you've got the biggest channel on there so far. Um, you know, we maybe maybe but you know it's it's interesting because a lot of us that are on there we've heard, you know we see the stories and everything because i think i was one of the initial uh invitees to this group yeah. and a lot of people have said that they they finally feel like there's a group that they can actually come to and talk about this other side of their you know their double life you know outside of the glass cage yeah where people are not going to either like why are you playing video games you're a pastor yeah. Or the flip side, they finally have a group of people that they know they can get online and play with that every other word isn't going to be the F-bomb. Right, right. That was the other yeah. piece, too. Like, we wanted, I wanted to create a safe space for, for people to come and game and not have to worry about a lot of that. And you'd be surprised, even with the title. Like, I still have to, every once in a while, I have to go through the group and kick things out and pick, kick people out and, right. and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it sounds so bad to say kick people out, but you know what I mean? Like we just go like, Hey, this is, this isn't the spot. There's a thing that we're trying to do in this community and that's not it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> there's if, a lot of other communities where you can yes, do that. Yes, yeah. there's, there's literally every other one just about right. So, so what, you, you're good. Yeah. What, what is it here before we, we take a, uh, a break? What is it? Do you think that is this stigma as far as video games in particular, related to pastors but christians in general with video games because it seems like there's a lot more you know vi the idea of video games as ministry video games uh, in yeah. general as leisure this stuff it always seems to be a hot button topic within the church and i've never understood why what is yeah. it that you you think actually has brought this stigma on i i think it's our growing up i think growing up Mario Brothers and Pac-Man was simple. They were simple games that didn't, they were used to pass the time and they were, you know, as kids, it was juvenile and it was all of that. And so I think a lot of the people who critique uh, gaming, they have the, this sort of juvenile, uh, childlike waste of time um, uh, label on those events, on, on gaming. When it turns out that, you know, just like, you know, most of the times when we play games, especially the sort that I play, which are all mostly story driven games, many of them I can't play because they're so colorful. But um, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about online. that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, we'll get there. But I think but I think it's I think it's that way because people associate video gaming with wasting time. And I think um, 
And I think there is uh, a lot of, I think it doesn't have to be that way, you know, for, of course, we don't see it that way. And it's, it's a way to, as we'll probably talk about later, it's a way to have an outlet. Um, and so, you know, it's a way to actually, I use it to think about things. Most of the times I'm reading or listening to an audio book when I'm not streaming, I'm listening to an audio book while playing because I, I like to do two things at the same time. So anyway, it, it, it's so there's a lot of things that are going on that people probably just, you know, they've, they've allowed their their old thoughts about gaming to just stay still and not evolve with with the way gaming has evolved. Right. And that's it. For those of you that, um, you know, we'll we'll we we'll see time wise if we cover it today or not. Um, you know, the, the whole thing of even the, the colorfulness is the nice way of putting it. Yeah. The colorfulness mm-hmm. of, of certain games and stuff. If you want to actually hear a theological breakdown of uh, biblically defensible video games, things like that, um, using the model that Dr. Linville set out for sports. Um, Kenny Thomas and I do that in an episode of the CSRM podcast, which we will link up here as well. Um, we'll see time-wise, we may be able to get into it today, but there's a couple other things that um, we think is going to be a little bit more important for Antoine to, to dive into a little bit today. So we're going to take a quick quick break here, and then we'll jump right back into it. This episode of the Ministry of Misfits podcast and this awesome shirt are brought to you by a Courageous Clothing Company. Courageous Clothing Company is a Christian family-owned business that specializes in custom designs that they create as well as bulk screen printing of your custom designs as well. When you buy from Courageous Clothing Company, you're not just buying an awesome shirt, you also are helping spread the gospel across the world through the missions that they support, such as this here with Ministry Misfits, as well as with their own designs that have Christian-themed messages sharing the gospel in an awesome and relevant way, or as we say within CSRM and Ministry Misfits, strategically relevant evangelism. Check out their entire line at CourageousClothingCompany.com. Hi, this is the Ministry Misfit, Andrew Fouts. I'm also the Director of Digital Resources for CSRM and the producer of Overwhelming Victory Productions. And today we want to talk a little bit about Anchor FM. Part of our job here at Overwhelming Victory Radio is to provide ministries with easy and affordable ways to create their own media content. And one of these ways is Anchor FM. Anchor is a free one-stop studio with tools to allow you to create a custom podcast experience. They do everything from creation tools, distribution tools, and even marketing tools with ads such as this. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome back to the Mr. Misfits podcast. I am here with Pastors Game 2, Antoine Malone. And we are talking about a couple of different things. We heard about his paraministry stuff, the the work that he and Elevate are doing, um, similar to CSRM, but in the young adult ministry uh, sector. Um, and in a way, uh, out, it, he's talked about it's an outlet, but it also is somewhat related to the young adult ministry stuff. Um, we also are talking a little bit about video games and specifically his channel, Pastors Game 2, the online community, Pastors Game 2, 
as well as why this stuff actually, you know, is relevant and actually has some value. Um, so when we left off right before the break, we were talking about the fact that, you know, there's, there's this weird stigma of, you know, this is juvenile or this is a waste of time, you know, all of yeah. these different things. And we also talked about the fact that people like to put their pastors in the, you know, the glass box, elevate them up, not to make your name. We're not associating <laughs> that with his ministry. Hashtag um, elevate. Yeah. My hashtag eight. elevate. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, you know, or, you know, you, unfortunately there are even some people still that think that the you just lock the pastor in his office until the next Sunday and then you let him back out. Um, yeah. You know, th yeah. those sort of things. And so people, the, the idea of a, a group of pastors online that just get together to play games seems like it probably is not going to go over well in a lot of places. But you you brought up a good point here at the right before the break of there there's something about the the community aspect. There's something about the playing of games that allows us to be able to release some some tension, some stress, to relax a little bit. Talk a little bit about why you know, what is it about video games for you that is so, you know, is that stress reliever? Yeah. Yeah. Well, every other, every other thing that I do, most people who know me, they, I'm a pretty serious person. Like I'm, it's, it's funny that I have a gaming channel because in every other sphere, I'm, I'm pretty, um, in, I don't know if it's intense, but I am, I'm serious. And so I'm, I'm typically, I wouldn't be the guy that you're like, Hey man, let's go play golf together. Right. You know, I'm the guy that you're calling. That's like, Hey, I got this problem with life. Can you help me with the next step? Right. And I've always kind of been that guy. So when I'm on, you know, I'm all over Facebook with very serious content. Most of the time, you know, between the young adult stuff and elevate, we also do some racial reconciliation stuff with an organization called threaded. And, and so we're, we're just, we're just, we're just like, all over, right? And so Pastors Game 2 was something I didn't have to put my name on. I was like, this is just a, this is going to be a thing that I do. Rarely am I going to get into uh, the, the major serious stuff. I'm doing that like 23 of the 24 hours or whatever. Like, I'm doing that most of the time. I'm just going to come here and all I'm going to engage is the connect aspect of my personality. I just want to connect people. I want to be very focused with that. I want to provide a place for other people who are like me who just need a chance to exhale for a second and get away from um, the mind uh, piece that we're the, the mind aspect of what we're doing or thinking through things. Uh, and video games allows me to do that, man. It's interesting stories. I appreciate the graphics. I love, um, I love the creativity in, in it. It gives me things to appreciate. Uh, I personally really like the idea of, of uh, things coming together. I'm attracted to, to the idea of multiple teams creating something. Mm -hmm. So the very essence of a game, just from my personal psychology is like, I love the idea that man, uh, 20 people came together, made this beautiful thing together. Um, and so I, 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 those are all things that I just really um, appreciate. And I think that everybody needs some downtime, you know, need, need to, find a way to, again, as, as we say in my house, to exhale, you know, got it. You got to exhale, you know, breathing is inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, right? We can't just do one and, and not the other. So you, you got to be able to do that. It's how, that's how we, that's how we stay alive. And um, I would say this last thing on that, you know, 
a lot of pastors I know, especially with 2020, is a lot of anxiety and mm-hmm. emotional weight and carrying things um, got really, you know, got really heavy, is still heavy. And, um, you know, if you're going to last as a minister, you know, you've got to be poured into spiritually, you've got to be poured into uh, emotionally, you need time, you need energy, you know, and a good way to steward ourselves and our and, and what God has given us with our time and our energy is to refresh, is to re- refill and finding those healthy ways to do that uh, is good. And whether it's gaming or golfing or whatever it is that you might need to do, um, I encourage doing those things to make sure that your heart's in the right place and your energies can match your heart. And, and uh, so, yeah, those are a lot of the thinking that I have with that. Yeah, that last piece there is, you know, an important one to to keep in mind. Cause, you know, it people don't realize, and it, and we're not even just talking pulpit ministry pastors. We're talking ministry leaders in this category of where, you know, people don't the the highest the three highest rated jobs in terms of family family issues, mental health, PTSD diagnosis after coming out. You've got law enforcement, you've got military, which those are the ones everybody's going to assume. But the third one is actually clergy. Yeah. And nobody expects because you're up at the pulpit and you've got this great relationship with God and you do. Yeah. But the weight of having to feel like we're carrying everybody else's problems all of yeah. the time and yeah. needing to have the answer and needing to make it look the right way because we're in that glass box. It takes yeah. a huge toll on you physically, mentally, and in a lot of cases, spiritually. A lot of pastors that leave the faith, it's not anything yeah. to do with, you know, they they are doubting their beliefs. It's actually just because they just cannot take it anymore. Yeah, man, they're tired. They're just, yeah, it's, they're just, it's they're, tired. They're tired, you know, and, it, and they're, they're carrying it. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine just yesterday. About, about these sort of things and about how, you know, we 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 sometimes um, we sometimes look at our pastors as shepherds, which on some level the pastor I get that the word there means that, but uh, in reality, in the big scheme of things, the pastor is a sheep just like the rest of the sheep. Right. Christ is the shepherd. Really, he's just like um, he 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 has a kind of a special role, uh, if you will, as a sheep, but he needs he needs as much community as the rest of the church, you know, and those things, sometimes, sometimes church, the, the church is there for each other, but the, but the, but the pastor doesn't have a church, you know, right. he's the leader, but he himself doesn't have a church because, because he doesn't, he can't be vulnerable. He can't be open and he can't relax, you know? Um, and, and that's a shame. I think we've got to do something about cult- our culture that, that addresses that, uh, but individually, like engaging things that 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 refill us, that energize us, um, and, we can we can participate in those things. And that's one of those weird dynamics that I've never understood. Is that yeah. you know the one of the things that we learned within you know the early years of ministry and ministry training is this idea of you know when you're when you are the pastor of a church, regardless of mm-hmm. what what area of pastorship you're in. Mm-hmm. That that church is not your church. That your 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 ministry is partnering with right. the ministry of this local church for that time. And so, in a sense, this is unless you were the planting pastor and this is it, 
this is not your church. It's God's church and the people of that community. It's not yours. You're just there. Yeah, for and season. even if you're the even if you're the planting guy, like it's still right. It's still. I mean, I I get I get what you're saying because you yeah. feel there's a kind of there's a little bit of a different there. connection. There's a yeah. stewardship yeah. and ownership there, but it, it, it that's still still the the trap remains <laughs> right you know, yeah like, you know it this church belongs to god obviously and it yeah. belongs to the community you're just you're just there for a time but then on the flip side of that you know uh, unfortunately the congregation doesn't always stand understand that side of it no. but then we we flip it on its head and then the pastor and his family while they're there sometimes don't feel like they're a part of the church because the church won't treat them the same way they do everybody else within the church. Right. And right. we're always on, you know, it's one of those things where we kind of almost feel like we're always on the losing side of these sort of issues. And so it's very important to find something that's going to allow you to be able, and, and this isn't just for the pastor, this also, and you can speak to this a little bit from your, your experience this doesn't just apply to you as the pastor. This also applies to your family. This applies to your kids. This applies to your wife. You, you've got to have some way, both as a family unit, um, the, our, our, our sister podcast called The Mentor, they focus on this a lot in their marriage ministry stuff of, you know, you're, you're a unit within ministry, and so everything is going to affect both. Yeah. We, but there's got to be something there. Um, you know, Antoine, did you, did you always, release valve. yeah, release there you valve. go. Yeah. Did you always kind of go towards gaming? Did you have to kind of find, find it? You know, was it, did you try a couple other things first? What, what kind of, led no, you man, towards- I've been, bro, I've been, I've been gaming since I was, I was little, man. Again, <laughs> even when I was, even when I was younger, like I got made fun of it because of it, because I, even when I was younger, like I thought while I gamed, even at like second, like it was just a thing that it's like when you shower on yeah. some level and you just, your brain, your body's doing something, but your brain is, or when you're driving. So video games have kind of become that kind of thing. And so, man, since Donkey Kong Jr. on ColecoVision nice. and, yeah, you go way back in the day, right? Yeah, there you go. Game called Ladybug and Joust and all that type of stuff. Man, I I was growing up with that, um, and I was always on on games, man. And and um, my mom would say, "Oh, quit being so antisocial." I'm like, "Man, I ain't antisocial. I'm just trying to do this. I'm just I'm just doing this, you know." So so no, gaming's always sort of been there, and. Um, you know, I've always been a little insecure, like I told you before, about maybe myself and my personality. Like, do people really care about what I'm doing? But it, but when it came to streaming, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try. I'm just going to put it out there. You know, we'll we'll see if something happens. It happens. There's no pressure. You know, I don't need it right. to be great. You know, so I'm just going to do it. And if people respond and great, and if it wasn't, then um, I'm going to be playing anyway. You know, so <laughs> it didn't change anything. It was maybe a couple buttons and add a microphone, but other than that, you know, so um, so I'm I kind of stumbled on the streaming side. I guess I didn't realize that that was a thing late until lately when I actually was watching my own playthroughs because I didn't have time to play games I wanted to play, so I watched <laughs> someone else play them. You know, and I thought, well, maybe I can do something like that. So I gave it a shot. And then I thought, man, what if I could get a group of people who think like I do, you know, and just where we can connect to each other. And so we had a blackout here in Dallas and my daughter was right next to me. I was like, and so I was like, her name's Vanessa. I was like, Vanessa, 
do you think I should make a group, a <laughs> Facebook group? <laughs> and and so she was like, in the dark. Yeah. Right. So, yo, no lie, man. We're on the couch sitting in the dark with a candle right there. You know, all of us are in the living room because nothing's on. This, this was just like February or whenever it was. Yeah. And, um, and so, and she was like, yeah, why not? It was like 1130 PM. And I was just, I was just sitting there. I said, well, I guess I'll do it. So we did it. I did all of it from the phone and created it and sent out some invitations and, and people just started responding. And what's good about that is I don't want to be the center of anything in that. So the, everyone, the conversations that happened in the group, like, I don't have to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to initiate it. And that's what I love. Like people come in and just post and chat and talk to each other, find new people, find people who rock with them in Call of Duty and people, you know, it's not going to be, you know, you can try and to that, screen a little bit. Yeah. And I love and, that. I don't have to spend a lot of time with it. It's just the group kind of manages itself. And that's great. And that, that side of it is the other side that, um, you know, people don't realize, again, probably because of the fact that growing up it, there, we didn't have internet access for the games. Right. You know, there it's not just a matter of we get alone and we go do this sort of thing, but you know, the community aspect of it and the fact that there's a group of people all, you know, coming from the same mindset that they probably all dealt with at least something close to the same issue, you know, all had the same phone call from the same member, you know, the same type of member that just we don't know why they can't lose our cell phone number, you know. You know, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't try to act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I see her there. Yeah. Everybody it's, on this call, everybody Facebook on messenger, this man. I got a few yeah. on Facebook Messenger. I'm like, well, we're still talking to them two years, yeah. three years later. But you know, hey, it, you know, that that community though of people that actually understand what's going on, both yeah. from a spiritual level and a job level. Yeah. Also understand the fact that, hey, we can all just get together and not have to worry about any of this for a while while we go shoot each other in the head. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. this. Yeah. These sort of yeah. things are it. It That community aspect is just as important of, of a release valve as the gaming itself. Have you at least. At least that's what I've noticed from that group. Is that something you've you've kind of noticed? As yeah, well? that's a, and and every once in a while, I said I, I don't get into serious things, and I've probably on two of my streams talked about some really serious stuff. One of them didn't go well. I'm ending a wellness since that <laughs> in the sense that I don't know that I got any major response. Uh, but um, but I think ultimately, like if I were doing this if I could spend some even more time with, with this, I'd love to get it to the place where, you know, cause I feel like with this room, as long as you're not talking shop all the time, every once in a while, you can probably come in and be like, Hey man, so I'm thinking about this. You just, just why you're right. playing. And, and since everybody knows that it's kind of, we're in the, again, we're in a space where we're kind of pondering, we're rest, not rest, not even wrestling. That is, that's too strong a word. Just kind of, it's more around ideas. Yeah. 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 You're kind of bad. So you're like, hey, I was thinking about, you know, John 316 said this. Well, yeah, I think about like this word, like this word right here. And it's not like the classroom and it's not like the dogmatic. Everything's at stake conversation. It's just a, uh, it's just a, it's just a, just a, a light little something. And then next thing you know, you're off of that and you're now talking about whatever just happened on the screen, you know, like right. so. It's very growing up in black neighborhood. It's very barbershop. And I, yes. I don't know everybody, yes. but the barbershop is just a series of conversations that are always going on. And that in any given moment over the weeks, 
you just bring up something and and there's a line of conversation that's happening there that everybody kind of knows. And so you could talk a little bit about it. And then you jump off that line and you jump to this other one. And then next week you might come back to that old line, you know? So I, I think that'd be cool over time. We haven't gotten there yet, but that's mostly because it's, uh, I haven't streamed as yeah. much lately. But it, it's getting to that point, at least in the private group at times of, you know, there's yeah. there's there's places, you know, there's prayer request threads. There's different things yeah. going on of, you know, we're we're able to just come together for a while. So we're almost out of time for this one. All right. um, go ahead. Where where can people find all of your all your streaming stuff? Okay, so Pastors Game 2, that's, that's, like you said earlier, it's Pastors Game T-O-O. Uh, really, that, that name is, is good for Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, if you're on any of those platforms, then look us up, and you'll see some things there for you to enjoy. Um, the biggest thing is Facebook. That's where the largest community is, and then there's a group there attached to that Facebook uh, page. Uh, but I am also trying to grow that YouTube channel as well. So if you are, if you are, YouTube is, is not as big right now, but so those are the two focal points. Like if you, if you guys are on YouTube and, and Facebook, um, then yeah, like definitely go and, and find those things there. I'm wearing a little pastor's game two hat here. And, you know, just like everybody, we got, everybody's got merch. Everybody's got stuff. What I love to do is raise some funds and start doing some tournaments, you know, with, with different things. I got a lot of ideas. I just need time and, and funds. So pretty much sums up every ministry across the every world ministry, the everything, right. Yeah. Time, money, people. Can, can right. I get another person to just do this? Yeah. But, but that's, what's up, man. I would love to um, meet you and, and, and hang out and, and um, be a part of your stream. If you're a streamer um, and, uh, you know, help promote that. And then also, if you want to be a part of something we're doing, come on in, man. I, I love it. Some, most of the times I'm late night, you know, eight or nine, 10 at night for me personally. Uh, but every once in a while I get on earlier. So yeah, just get on there, follow it and, and get the notification. I'll get it and, and, and we can get connected. Yeah, and if you're interested also in um, contacting him for anything to do with just young adult ministry in general, um, give us give us that website again because I already forgot if it's .com .net or what. <laughs> yeah, it's .net. So uh, the the big ministry is elevate. I'm gonna give you several. I'm gonna give you. I'm I'm about to give you three websites. So because we were talking about hats earlier, so these are my hats. <laughs> uh, elevate Ministry .net. That's the organization. That's the parachurch organization. Union Ministry .org is the ministry itself, the actual services and small groups and all of that stuff for young adults. If you happen to be in the Dallas area and you're, and you're listening to this and um, we are threaded.org is the organization for uh, gospel led racial reconciliation stuff. So those are the three spaces that I am, I am, I am doing stuff. So yeah, go check those things out if you're interested. And yeah, we'll have links to all of that in the show notes. Um, Assuming that I finally have gotten the website up and running when we release this, you'll be able to find it all there as well. Um, you'll be able to also, we'll, we'll make sure we link it in on the Facebook feed for this as well. So um, Antoine, glad we were finally able to do this. Um, oh, thanks for having me, man. It was fun. 
Oh yeah, definitely. We'll we'll have to try to get you on to to talk some other other video game related stuff, and uh, you know we'll we'll keep diving into that a little bit. Um, if you guys are interested, uh, like you was talking about with merchandise, we still are in the position where if we get enough people saying, "Yeah, I want one," that Courageous Clothing Company is willing to do a line of Ministry Misfits here. So be sure to contact us if that's something that you may be interested in. Um, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can do that in two ways, either at anchor.fm backslash Mr. Misfits. There's a little donate thing there. Or if you would rather do it for a tax credit, if you go to csrm.org backslash donate, click on the actual donate tab, um, then it will take you to the drop down menu, select Andrew Fouts. Um, you'll get an FO1C3 tax credit for that gift, and that gift will not only go to support Ministry Misfits, but the CSRM vision worldwide. So, Antoine, thanks for joining us. Everybody else, we will see you next week. Ministry Misfits podcast is a production of Overwhelming Victory Flicks, Overwhelming Victory Radio, and Ministry Misfits Media. Dr. Greg Linville and Andrew Fouts are our executive producers, and Brandon Simmons is associate producer. Our music is provided by Morning Light Music and is titled Rain. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at ministrymisfitmedia at gmail.com or by following at Ministry Misfit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support Ministry Misfits at anchor.fm forward slash Ministry Misfits or for FO1C3 credit by going to csrm.org forward slash donate and selecting Andrew Fouts in the campaign menu. To learn more about Overwhelming Victory or to listen to our sister podcast, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.